0: Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Well, afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Michelle Burquist, your host today of Women Who Are Leading the Way. And oh my, do we have a woman who is leading the way! And I'm delighted to say that our topic today is going to be on discussing perspectives on women in business from this amazing thought leader um, and badass businesswoman that I've been getting to know over just a few months, but oh my, um, I'm excited to introduce our very leading lady today, the lovely and the awesome Miss Pat Lynch. She's the founder and CEO of Women's Radio, which is basically Women's Online Media and Education Network. So, Pat say hello to all of our listeners. Hi Michelle and it's
1: really nice to be here with you and your awesome bunch of women listeners.
0: Uh, Really delighted. Well thanks for that. I know this is like this is tipsy-turvy for you because usually this is you (laughs) doing all the interviewing. So I'm like I'm delighted that I get the chance to introduce somebody that's like been there and done this for such a long time, and I I want our listeners to know more about, which we will, we're doing some of this great partnership, but tell a little bit, you know, our listeners about Women's Radio, and I mean, it's been around for so long, and you've evolved, and I just want our listeners to know the stature of what Women's Radio is all about, so just share a little bit with our listeners.
1: Well, from our very humble beginnings, as I say, truly humble I think we had volunteers to help us with our, putting our first website together, which I'd say then we uh, tackled at that point uh, trying to get women's voices heard on the media that existed, uh, which were all owned by guys, produced by guys, infiltrated by guys. <laughs> it was all guys. Oh, my. And, yeah, um, it was
0: a guy's world. <laughs> and, and <laughs>
1: And all those doors ended up being closed to us, including, uh, with the help of Congress, who passed the 96 Telecommunications Act. And even though we had a new, wonderful program by, with a women doctor, and I spent my days calling from coast to coast to talk people into becoming our affiliates and getting sponsors. And at the end of 30 days, we had 35 affiliates and two big companies that were willing to be sponsors. And on the very next day, Congress passed that bill, and all the doors closed. Um, So if you were if you hadn't, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And so all that work went right down the drain, and then I, I had to look for a new way to do the work, because when I heard this inner voice say, that this is what needed to be done to give women a larger voice. It didn't say, if you run into a stone wall, quit. So we kept looking, (laughs) and fortunately, (laughs) I had fortunately a lot of women that I could call on. We did all kinds of focus groups and uh, looking at the market and what we might be able to do. We tried to buy a station. That didn't work. We tried to rent a station, and at the last minute, the owner of these eight stations, uh, one of which we were going to rent, as it were, uh, uh, gave me the little lady story. I love to tell this story. He said, "Look, little lady." Whoa. He said, "If you had anything, I'd do. It. I'd blow up a station and do it myself, but I'm too busy. So, no, we're not going to be able to do that." And two years of work went out the door when I left. I mean, just so I thought, well, can't do that again. Um, I had to remember that the inner voice didn't tell me to quit. So I thought, well, where mm-hmm. can we turn? The, the only place to turn to was the Internet. Now, Michelle, at that time, the only thing on the Internet were words. They didn't even have what is called the, the GUI, the, the interface to put graphics and things up. And there was one other group of women, two women, two brave women who started Women's Wire. And it was only on this BBS where you could just type things. And sometime Mm. between that and the time I got started, that altered a little bit. And also streaming was in its infancy. I had gone down to San Jose to go to a streaming conference that was held in a half a room in one of the hotels in San Jose. And, and I was, of course, stunned because I just thought it was the most fabulous thing I'd ever seen. And I thought, this is it, you know. So I came back, and like I said, with the help of some volunteers, we put the website together. And then we had to put a, the programming together. And I also lucked out again. Um, I got a person that real, who, whose heart was with us. Uh, who had been on air at NPR, and then another person who was on air at uh, KCBS. And they <clears throat> helped me put our first program together with a woman doctor. And um, crazy, it's just, you know, they're yeah, just amazing. Things that's happen like, what, that's then. like
0: going down, it's like going down memory lane with you. I mean, this has been, what, this was 1996 when you did this, and this was when things were that's just nice. kind of firing up. I mean, uh, you yes, know, I know it, there's so much in there. I have questions on. Like, I want to go. Like for you, though, what was the? You said you wanted to help women find their voice, and I'm curious, or, or in, enhance their voice. But it's like, how did? Where would? Where did the idea come from? Like, where did you have the spark to even be, do this back in the yeah. mid '90s?
1: <laughs> well, if this doesn't sound too far out, I kept asking you, ever, what is my special path? What is my special path? Uh, <laughs> and I really. I really wanted to do something that was worthwhile that would really help uh, the universe out, you know, do my part Mm -hmm. as it were. But I didn't, I didn't really know what it was. I had already had an advertising business. I had done that. I didn't want to be another Mary Wells, not that anybody even remembers Mary Wells today, but uh, she was quite the lady when I was coming through in the sixties. So, um, I thought, well, well Diana, you know, I who, I was who, who was Mary
0: Wells? Who was Mary Wells? I don't even know. Oh, my like, God, I'm Mary. Feeling, I'm a l- left out here.
1: You feel like a baby, don't you?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm not a baby because I don't think I'm going, wait a minute. Who was Mary Wells? Share with our audience. Come on. Don't leave us hanging. Ma-
1: <laughs> Mary Wells was, uh, had started an advertising agency, and oh. she she was very gifted But she was very smart and very charismatic, and she um, attracted an airline as a client, and then she painted the planes different colors. I don't know (laughs) if that rings the bell or not, but that's who Mary Wells is, and she did a lot of other things. So everybody, every woman that had been in advertising, and it was more open in advertising, perhaps, than others. But even in advertising, you know, if you worked for an agency, as I did, then you, women didn't have the best jobs. And if they were able to be like an account executive, oh, my goodness, they were paid less than the men. That's just the way it was. Right. And the, the agency that I worked for, one woman was an account executive, and she handled more business for the agency than anyone else. And by happy accident... I got to see um all the W two forms <laughs> one time. And I know oh, really? she was paid 10, yeah, ten thousand dollars less than any of the men and she was better. So, um
0: and, what's and sad that about that then. what's sad about that pat is that that's still the case today right i mean there's mad men I, I don't know if anybody ever watched the series on our listeners but that she was a mad woman it sounds like in a great way she so, was. um but, yeah, yeah she amazing was. and i'm sorry i interrupted you because i wanted to hear who she was but let's go back to where the spark and the idea came from to start women's radio
1: well, I knew I didn't want to be the next Mary Wells, and besides, it had been too long. So mm-hmm. I just kept asking and asking, well, you know, what is my path? What is the thing that I should do? And one day, I had this amazing experience, and I actually heard my voice on the inside say, this is what you need to do. This is basically how you need to do it, and go forth, basically. And and not only did I hear it once, I heard it three times six months apart. So there was no chance that I was going to backslide. <laughs> yes. And once we got to the Internet and we got to streaming, now let, listen to this. I couldn't possibly have started on the Internet and gotten and, and streamed on the Internet without the help of my partner who had met Steve Ballmer with Microsoft. And Steve had handed in him his uh, card and said, if you ever need help, here's my card. Give me a call. And when wow. we got to this place, and I knew I couldn't afford to do streaming. It was brand new. It was so expensive, you can't believe it. I said, I think this is the time you should ca- pull that card out and call Steve. So he did. And uh, we were rewarded with some $50,000 in software and streaming credits and without that i couldn't have gotten started. Huge. So, oh my uh, gosh.
0: That's amazing. So That's amazing because i know I you, know, just you told me a little Yeah, well you told me a little bit about that story and then you know i i do want our listeners to know i mean you have had, every time I talk to you, it's like it's always, you have this journey and this path of longevity about women in business, and, and tell, for our listeners, because we're a half-hour show, girl, so i got to keep things moving along, but, you know, your time <laughs> when you were doing women's radio, you, were you one of the original members in the National Association of Women Business Owners, or was it your local chapter that was kind of like when NABO was new? For our listeners that, again, don't know, NABO is the National Association of women business owners. But you've shared some really great stories about your first you know, moments and time in Nabo. Share about what, what it was like being in Nabo in the early years for you in business. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to fess
1: up here. When I started my business, which was <laughs> in the very late 60s, there were no, I, I was in Atlanta, Georgia. There were no other advertising agencies in the South. There were 350 advertising agencies in Atlanta. There were no advertising agencies headed by a woman alone. No woman had started an agency, and really? um, and nobody thought I was going to make it, including me. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> but I knew I was. But, gonna you, get did. but tried. you did. You yeah. did. Luck <laughs> and lots and lots of hard work and lots of encouragement. Interestingly enough, because when I left the agency, um, I, I even people that I would have put on a list that did not like me came to me with so much love and said, "You know, if this doesn't work out, I, I'm I'm also involved in a company that uh, puts out." Um, mailers for people and I'd be happy to make sure that you, that you get a job. I'm thinking that is so, wow. sweet. you know, I, I definitely don't want to fail now. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that way you have that kind of support, right? Yeah, exactly. But it was, you know, it was nice. Uh, it, it wasn't a time when people went around and encouraged women to do anything. Uh They didn't encourage mm-hmm. women to go out on their own. Women, basically hadn't gone out on their own at that point. When NABO started after I started my agency, and I thought that they were basically a lot of women who really wanted to be out on their own somehow, some way, but most of them were still secretaries because, you know, there were very, still very few choices. You could be a nurse, you could be a teacher, you could be a secretary. <laughs> that was about it.
0: That was it, and, right? Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: People can't believe that anyone who is present today could have lived through a time when there weren't way more opportunities, but there were not. You, it just took, oh, uh, I'd say an act of God. that I don't want to get too religious here, but um, it really took, I don't know, some force that really pushed you out, and and the force that pushed me out didn't let me sit on my laurels because people came to me immediately and said, uh, you know, I know that you've got a client, but that's not, that's not going to sustain you. You you really need to get back out there and work. And being the little right. workaholic I am, I agreed with them. It was not easy. Now, now, not only was it not easy because there were really not very many women in advertising, but it was not easy because all the businesses were headed by men. So, there, mm-hmm. It wasn't like I could choose women to call on. Nope, nope, nope. They were men, and they were pretty hard-nosed. And I, I've got to be honest with you, Michelle, I can't believe that somebody gave me the money that people gave me to invest in advertising for them, but I never let them down. They always won. And I was also lucky because I attracted wonderful, really bright mentors. I, I really was so lucky in the beginning. And people who really love want to work with me and help me. In fact, my very first client was a gift. Um, a young man that had started before me came to me and he said, "I've, as it happens, I've attracted two big events. I can't handle both of them at the same time. And I thought about you, and I wondered if you might like to handle the PR for this one event. Well, PR was my thing, and I. They right. said it's for the outdoor association. It's the convention in Atlanta for the Outdoor Association. I said, I'd love to do that. Well, that turned out, of course, the outdoor company in Atlanta was owned by Ted Turner. So when I showed up, it was Ted Turner that I was going to be working with. So I worked directly with Ted Turner for months in getting ready and promoting that campaign. And consequently, I also got taught about outdoor from all the people that had major positions in the company, I learned a lot. Enough to help another man start an outdoor company. So Oh my gosh.
0: Alice. Hey Pat, I need to do this. We need to take a quick sponsor break. I know sure. we're on, Absolutely. you know, this little window, but when and What I want to ask you, so for all of our listeners, I want you to think here while we do our sponsor break, but when I come back, I really want to talk to you a lot about some of these great perspectives that you have about how far women have come and how we've evolved, right? I mean, there's so many lessons well, you can give our listeners, so hang tight, and I'm going to say a quick thank you to one of our sponsors, and you're going to be surprised when you hear it because you were talking about them earlier. So Women Lead Radio <laughs> is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and the opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you, Microsoft, for your support and to all of our sponsors and partners. So I am coming back, Pat, to you, and I want to remind our listeners that you are amazing and wonderful and awesome, and you, again, are the founder and the CEO. CEO of Women's Radio, and then is is the Women's Online Media and Education Network different, or is that that's what is that the same thing? I was kind of curious with that one because that's a mouthful to say. It is,
1: isn't it? Well, the, the nice part is, and it's, that's the corporation like that. that houses. Yeah, that's um, that corporation houses Women's Radio, Audio Acrobat, and pretty soon it's going to house a few more. So I'm very excited. All right. You've no, got some exciting you know, things in the works, I know.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, I, I we do want, it, want well, our listeners to know. Thing. Just give us – it is, it is. I want people to know just kind of like quick and fast because I want to get into some of the things that you've seen. You know, that might be some advice you could give to other women business owners. You have so much and you're such a giver. But, you know, just so everybody knows, what is women's radio? I mean, I think we got where you started, what the spark was, but what exactly is women's radio and, and what you do? And it's, and it's amazing. Right.
1: So women's radio started and still is what is known as radio on demand. In other words, when people come to the Internet, they come to our site, whatever they see, they can punch a button and listen right then. They don't have to set their clocks. They don't have to uh, say, oh, well, it's not now. I have to come back in an hour. They just listen to whatever is of interest to them. And, of course, there, there is a lot on the site. In fact, all not visible, but you can search by topic or person, whatever, and uh, there are literally thousands and thousands of interviews on the site. And next, we hope to add a podcast directory. So that way, Michelle, we'll get to help more directly and give yet another platform to wonderful people like yourself and some others. And uh be able to reach our audience we determined in the very beginning that the audience that we wanted to get were the women leaders the people who were leading companies the people who were leading organizations and those people were basically 40 to 65 and those are the people we still have so we must have done something Mm -hmm. right and yes and we're very we're highly ranked by google and that helps All of the guests that we have get pushed up in the search engines. And then, of course, like you, we push this out to our social media and uh, to our e-newsletter and a few other places. The, The thing I am also excited about is that we want to add push technology. So we're also going to launch a podcast directory that is a general directory, and it will have push technology so that you can press a button, basically, and have your content immediately go out to multiple other large platforms. So that will be hopefully very helpful. Yeah. I feel but like you're every right. time Women I talk to you.
0: Well, we have, and it's like I feel like you're kind of like the mama bear of women, you know, women in radio, and it's just every time I talk to you, I learn so much, you know, and we started our show back in 2010, so, you know, it's kind of like make stuff up as you go. I I would say a stronger word, but every step is kind of like a next level, right? And I I mean, can you share a little bit of what really the future is or a little bit about what you're, what, you know, the new kind of plans are for what you're working on for creative oh, professionals sure. or is that to be held in the vault? I'm kind of curious because I think it's exciting <laughs> what you're planning.
1: Well, I take my life in my hands when I say this, but one of the things I've discovered and as I'm sure you have in talking with a number of women that are authors is that they really don't have as a group um, a a really clear idea of how to market books that they write. So they've discovered, well, there's self-publishing. I don't have to wait on the publishing industry to find me. That's true. (laughs) But they get their books published and then they basically sit and say, I don't know nothing about marketing. And and marketing, a book is different than marketing a lot of other things. And there are a few people around who help people get their book launched. Still, that's not enough. And it really is up to the people who write the book to really learn all the ins and outs of how to push that book out. And Mm -hmm. I've been trying to connect with more people who do that and also have people on who have written and then give them as much help personally as I can. I still don't think that's enough. And part of what really needs to happen is that people need to connect with other people faster. So that really was the inspiration for the next service and site that we want to launch called Creative Live. And it's all about making the connections, doing it live right now and without gatekeepers. So um, Love it. I'm very excited about that. And that's largely going to be directed to the publishing, podcasting and filmmaking industries, all of which serve each other anyway. So hopefully we'll have, the gates will be open. People can come and meet other people. I expect to be able to attract people who can come and teach people who can just come and be there for other people who have questions. Uh, so, It hasn't all formed yet, but we're working on the site even as I speak to you.
0: There you go. And you said you're, I know you said you were going to work all weekend and I only laughed because most entrepreneurs <laughs> are, oh, it's like, you know, I get to choose my own hours and all that. You're like, oh, okay, here's a tip. You're going to work 24 seven. You're going to work harder than you ever have in your entire life and you're going to love it sometimes and sometimes you're not, right? That's what I always say. But I, you know, you have such wealth of wisdom for women in business and especially entrepreneurs. I want to know from you and to share with our listeners, like what three things, you know, kind of like would be at the top of your list of what has given you the staying power to be in business like this? Because I know it hasn't been easy. It's not been easy, right? People think that you just snap your fingers and all of a sudden you're successful. So for you, what would be the wise advice that you would give some of these women entrepreneurs that listen to this and you go, look, here's what, you know, I think are the three top things. If you want to make it as an entrepreneur, this is what it is. Let's hear it from you, Pat. Well,
1: you have to believe in yourself You have to believe that the information you need is inside That the direction that you need is inside And if you listen, you will hear it That's true And uh, so however you get it You're forced in this lifetime to believe in yourself Being an entrepreneur really, really brings that out But uh, yeah, beyond it sure that does. isn't it true yeah
0: it is true and
1: um the the other is that it things don't fall in place you have to work so a lot of that is research you have to be willing to reach out and ask other people Uh, women have this tendency i do too you know we don't really like to ask people for help you have to you have to learn mm-hmm. from other people. If you don't know how to uh, use the computer, you don't know how to use this piece of software, well, find somebody or Google. You know, my daughter my daughter stopped at answering any questions from me. She'll just say, Google. Okay, I got it. I got it. So <laughs> we are fortunate to have Google, you know, utilize it. Yeah. Go on and, and sign up for things. Believe me, so fast you will learn that somebody heard your call, and then they just send you bunches and bunches of emails about that subject. It is, I don't know how they do this. And then the other thing which we've heard from centuries and centuries and millennia is the most important thing is be persistent. Just be persistent. It's not going to happen overnight. Uh, you're gonna, mm-hmm. Everything goes up and comes down and goes up and comes down. You're going to have times when things are good and you're going to have times when things come down for reasons that you can't even
0: control. So just be consistent. I love all that. That was that was genius, and that just that just came out of you. So, listeners, pay attention to that. So, I want um, <laughs> any of our listeners to be able to reach you. We do have a link to your website for all of our listeners to check out Women's Radio because it is, as Pat mentioned, extensive and vast, and I mean thousands and thousands. She's not kidding. But how would you like if anybody's interested in either maybe hosting a show, Pat, or if they want to reach out to you? How do you want to be? You know, how do you want to be, you know, connected?
1: Well, they can email me and it's pretty easy. It's women's radio. That's W O M E N S R A D I O at Gmail dot com. So we were the first, so we grabbed mm-hmm. the name and um, That's right. That's right. So that's the easiest way. You can reach me, of course, through the website. But really the easiest way is just to email me. And since I'm here with Michelle and all of you are good friends of Michelle's, then feel free to use the email.
0: (laughs) I love that. Yeah, that and our international listeners. Pretty cool. Like I said, I learned a lot from you. I only got we only have a couple of minutes left, but I, I, I would love for you to kind of think to the future. And, you know, when we think of women in business, I mean, to me, a utopia in a perfect world would be it's like women are running the world. You know, that's how I look at it. Um, let's have women lead everything. But how, you know, what do you see as the, you know, big exciting things that women can look forward to in the future by being an entrepreneur. You know, it's never really been a better time to be an entrepreneur yet. I I don't think it's for everyone. So what advice would you give to any of our listeners that are thinking, you know, of starting in business or, you know, just based on what you have learned over the wise number of years you have, how about putting it that way? (laughs) Well,
1: you know, I really believe that everyone is here to do something special, and it's up to each of us to find that out. I certainly can't tell someone else what it is. I will tell you that in, in in, the dream that I've got, that the ultimate isn't just for women to have their own businesses or for every woman to have their own podcast, although that would be great for them to speak up more often, but... But largely, the vision I saw or was given was that men and women really learn to appreciate each other, learn to work together, so that we can create the solutions that will turn the world into a Garden of Eden. So how, mm. however it is that it, your gift comes to you, don't be afraid to put it out. Please, please give your gift. And no, don't sit on it either. Time is of the essence. And time runs out much faster than you can believe.
0: So get on it. Doesn't it? It's like we blink and 10 years have gone by, I have to say. That was that was so inspirational. <laughs> That's going to be the end of our show. I don't know how we could have ended on a better note. But, Pat, I learn from you every day. I thank you for your partnership with Connected Women of Influence, with Women's Radio. I know we are just on the cusp of creating some amazing things together. So I count on that. That's my hopefully success for the future for us and to our listeners i just want to say thank you for listening you know we're here every friday at 2 p.m pacific time and we're here on mondays at 9 a.m pacific time and we are an international show so we get excited for that we also uh, want to make sure if you guys want to hear this show or any of our past shows um, you can visit us online at womenleadradio.com or you can look for subscription, distribution places like Spotify and iHeartRadio or Google Podcasts or iTunes or I think they call it now Apple Podcasts. So to that, I want to say thank you for listening, and I want all of you to think of the next step of what you can go to go there for and be successful. Make it a great week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence